Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Previously on Smoked. When you're involved with things that are not legal, what you say here stays there. But it didn't turn out to be that way. Washington got statistics, but I don't know that we had a profound effect on the problem. My dad's initial lawyer told him that he would adjust to daily life being incarcerated, being told where to go at what time, and family members out in society, we will probably never adjust to having a family member incarcerated. I didn't have my priorities in the right place. The choices that I was making was causing them a lot of despair. We need to ask prosecutors to use their discretion to seek the best punishment instead of just the longest punishment. He couldn't believe that it had went legal and I hadn't voted for it. The phone call was very much like, this is happening and you didn't vote for it. So. <laughs> Lock him up. Robert Flatshorn walks into a nondescript shop in a South Florida strip mall. Bobby Tune is in the house. <laughs> All right. From only a few steps away, you can tell what's sold inside. Medical marijuana. It's a dispensary from the True Leaf chain. Here in Miami, buying pot in a mall, legally anyway, is still a little unusual. But in this case, so is the customer. Doing good. You're doing good or you're doing great? Yeah, no, I brought my crew so you'll be in the movies. <laughs> Miami Herald. Oh, well, let me fix my hair. Hold up. Okay, now. Platt Shorn got the nickname Bobby Tuna from the DEA. They called his smuggling group the Black Tuna Gang. 
Back in the 70s, they busted him for a multi-million dollar pot operation that helped establish some of the same Colombian smuggling routes that Randy later used. Bobby Tuna is one of more than 200,000 Floridians approved by the state to buy medical marijuana. 10,000 new patients a month get doctor's orders for marijuana and receive an ID card that looks a little like a Florida driver's license. How you doing, my dear? All right, how is everybody? We're awesome. Whoop, I gotta give you my card. You can imagine uh, how nice this feels after 30 years in prison, be able to walk in, show my card, and get medicine. That day, Platchron bought a new vaporizer cartridge and some topical cream, both packed with THC, the stuff in pot that gets you high. He says it helps him with his back pain. And it's the sort of medical benefit Platchron frequently preaches about to other seniors on what he calls the Silver Tour, which is sponsored by TrueLeaf. There are thousands of senior communities, and those people vote. They've got the need for medical marijuana, and nobody is talking to them. There in the dispensary, Platshorn handed out tiny silver pins in the shape of a pot leaf studded with rhinestones. There's one for you and one for you. Thank you sir, I appreciate that. That's a silver tour pin. Nice. Are you guys with the silver tour? I am with the silver tour. I'm the tuna. Thank you for everything you've done for the movement, man. I appreciate it. And as legalization efforts unfold in Florida and across the country, it's clear that Platshorn is helping blaze a new trail. I love changing the law after 30 years in prison. For other former longtime marijuana inmates searching for their place in a vastly different world and in a vastly different conversation about pot. I'm sort of half of a celebrity, but it makes me feel good that everybody appreciates what I do. And you know, this is a form of revenge. I'm preventing other people from spending half their life in jail like I did. And everybody says, but aren't you upset because now it's legal and you did all that time in jail? Can't afford to look back. You look through the front window, not out the back window. From the Miami Herald and McClatchy Studios, this is Smoked. I'm Amy Driscoll. I'm Alex Harris. And this is part six. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. In 2014, Randy Lanier got the news he'd waited 27 years for. He was finally getting out of prison. Yeah, we knew the last 30 days before I got released that I'd won my freedom. I bet every day you were afraid they were going to take it away somehow. When you get short like that in the maximum security, sometimes you run into people that have a different mindset. So I tried not to let the whole place know. By the time the day came, it was like wildfire. The whole place knew. But why? That's not clear. Unless you're Randy or his lawyer or the government. Randy would only say this. Yeah, I have a, a sealed agreement concerning some issues along with the government. Okay. So, hmm. That doesn't stop some people from speculating that it had something to do with the bicycle club and the lawsuit. You may remember that's the California card room Randy and his smuggling ring funded, the one the government seized and then profited from to the tune of $30 million. They were dipping into the till. The government officials and Gene Fisher went ahead and proved it. Charles Podesta is the former company bookkeeper. But then Randy also had a sealed deal. But still, he got tailed into it. And that's one of the reasons I believe that they finally let him go. On October 14, 2014, Randy walked out of Coleman Prison in Central Florida. His family was waiting. Yeah, we got up very early in the morning and my mom, my brother and me went and did the drive. And we pulled up and parked in the same parking lot we go for visiting and just kind of all looked at each other like, well, what are we supposed to do now? You know, do we go in? Do we have to sign papers? Like, what is this? And he wound up getting walked out of the doors with his counselor and uh, just had a, a wheelie cart and wheeled out his art supplies and his things. And We have to go through a lot of checkpoints, pat-downs and stuff like that to get to the gates that get you into where you have to depart from. By the time I left my unit with the director of psychology, it was just him and I, and then one guy, two guys, and next thing I, ha- I had a, a group, a whole lot of people wanting to walk out, but they can only go so far. So it was, uh, it was awesome. Javier Moriz, his counselor, said walking an inmate outside and into the free world was mind-blowing. I was so surprised, to be honest, because it's a really weird thing. I never experienced it. One minute, he's dressed in prison clothing down in the receiving and discharge area. And the next minute, just by virtue of crossing that last gate, now I'm looking at him as a free man for the first time. It was just a real thing to see somebody go from inmate status one minute to the next minute free, and then you've seen him with his family. And I was just very happy. As Randy crossed the threshold, Mariz wished him good luck 
and asked him to keep in touch. And Randy has. And all I said to him was, hey, every year, send me a holiday postcard. <laughs> so he has contacted me, called me, or sent me a postcard, you know, every year since. So. For years, Randy had feared he would only leave prison in a coffin. That October day, his thoughts were with some of the friends he'd made who still faced that prospect. Oh, I was thinking positive and so much love. But I had mixed emotions for the people that I was leaving behind. It's hard to explain the river of emotions that was running through me at the time. But I was leaving some good, solid people behind the wall. Randy and his family all piled into his mother's white Toyota Corolla, Brandy in the driver's seat. We took a selfie in the car before we left Coleman. Never posted it or did anything with it because I think we were all crying. And yeah, and then off to my grandmother's for breakfast. Yeah. Did your dad say anything? Just very tearful. Big smiles, lots of staring out the window. Um, I think it was just a lot to take in. A lot of thankfulness, you know, constantly giving each other hugs and or just grabbing someone's hand and just being like, you know, we can do this without someone saying, uh, please separate three feet apart. You're in this chair, you're in that chair. So freedom is often forgot about how special it is until you have it taken away. And then every little thing becomes special. They drove to Randy's mother's house in Lakeland, Florida. Elsie Lanier was 87 and passed away last year, but not before she got to see her son free again. Yeah, we all phone conversations. I'm going to make it until you come home. She did. That must have been quite a moment. Yes, yes it was. Yeah, we had probably the, the biggest, best homemade family breakfast around. Steak and eggs and shrimp and grits. Yeah. <laughs> there around the table with his family, the future suddenly seemed very bright. God, I've been blessed like way over the top. Before I gained my freedom, I used to tell my son and daughter, oh, somebody's got to have a baby. I'm trying to hold a little baby. So I come home, my son has two. Within a year, I'm first out. In Brandy Lanier's home on the edge of Denver, where her father's art hangs on the walls and his racing memorabilia fills her closets, there are plants in every corner. Yeah. You definitely do have a flair for houseplants. They all are very healthy looking. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we have over 60 strong now in the house. So, And that's not cannabis plants. That's just houseplants. <laughs> yes, here in a spare bedroom, Brandy and her housemates are growing pot legally inside a black tent about the size of two refrigerators back to back. Yeah, so... How much can you have in Colorado? Uh, six plants per adult. We're way under count as far as, like, a legal grow goes, but we just have four plants in flower, and then we cloned all four of them, and we have their four clones in veg in the closet. That's what they really look like. Almost three dozen states, including Florida, now have legal medical marijuana. And like Colorado... Ten states in the District of Columbia have legalized it recreationally for people over 21. It is a busy day here in Springfield. And, it turns and even Illinois, the state where Randy was handed a life sentence for pot smuggling, just legalized recreational weed. Supporters say the bill will have a major positive social impact, reversing pain caused by the war on drugs. Everyone is navigating that new landscape in their own way. Some, like Bobby Tuna, have become public advocates for medical pot. Everybody in a senior community, that they can talk about Alzheimer's and marijuana, cancer and marijuana. 
But Brandy is part of the new marijuana generation, not just legally in her house, but professionally. Well, 2014, between the legalization and my dad came home, it was the light bulb went off of, okay, this is the industry I'm going to be in. So I kind of took my garden knowledge and my houseplant knowledge to the next level. (laughs) She works in cultivation, helping manage an indoor grow in Colorado's booming industry. (laughs) But I mean, for your family, though, it's like crazy that you have this job. Probably. I I actually have never even asked them what they think. They're just very supportive in things that my brother and I choose to do. So I think they're just happy to see me succeed. But ultimately, I think they're probably incredibly happy that the option is there, Uh, not just for me, but for the public. And finally, things are changing. And, you know, hopefully one day no one has to be incarcerated for it again. Brandy remembers clearly the first time her parents came to visit after her dad's release. They came out in September for my dad's birthday, and uh, we kind of toured around Denver like you do when you first arrive here. And we stopped at a couple different dispensaries, and then we stopped to get coffee. And my mom looked around, and my dad was gone. And, <laughs> and so we went outside, and we're, you know, looking all over the street. And she's like, well, I'll call him. So I called him, and he's directly across the street at a big competitor. And he came out, and I said, you know, what are you, what are you doing over there in that store? You know, we don't shop there. And, and he was like, oh, I'm going to go in every single one of these stores just because I can. I live my life with so much gratitude daily for the freedom that I have. And walking into a dispensary made me stop and think about how grateful I am to experience the moment of what I'm experiencing. I've told my family to choose a passion that you're interested in, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. And now she's involved in a legal aspect of it. And I respect that. All of which raises a question. No one is suggesting it should be legal to buy tons of pot from Colombian drug lords, sneak it into the country in secret compartments, stash it in warehouses, and then truck it across the nation to sell to basically anyone. But strip away the smuggling and international sourcing, and you have an organization set up, in some ways, like the legal marijuana companies today. Of course, now they grow it in top-of-the-line labs and ship by armored car. The pot business is booming, and it was booming in Randy's day, too, just in the shadows. The more you do something, you evolve the process from buying a a pleasure boat, and then that became a 65-footer to an 80-footer to a 300-foot barge. It just evolves. And if you happen to hear Charles Podesta, Randy's bookkeeper, talk about the nitty-gritty of the business it might be hard to tell which era he was discussing. We've been trying to figure out how much money you guys made in from like 83 to 87. Government, What's your best government, estimate? Government's trying to figure that out too. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, you know, you have expenses, you know, and that's what the government didn't want to hear. They heard 100,000 pounds. They did a calculation of so much a pound, but your calculation was off because you never reached to get that. You don't net that. Like any business, you have losses, you have waste, you have this, you have that, uncollected debts, you know, it netted low. I know the government thinks it was $10 million a year per person, but it really wasn't that. Uh, how much exactly? I really don't know. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't have that figure. In 30 years, what was once a crime has now gone corporate, and Randy's days in the pot business are over, at least for now. Have you ever considered getting into the business yourself? Um, When I first come out, sure, because I have friends that I know from the 70s and 80s there have become big corporate people concerning the cannabis industry. But um, 
right now I'm happy with the job I got. Is that what you've seen, people who were in the smuggling side are now in the corporate side? Yes, I'm seeing um, people that were in my line of, I'd say work, smuggling drugs in the cannabis industry, and it's getting huge. His daughter's role in the industry is something he's proud of, but he'd be proud of her either way, he said. And he knows his past probably influenced her. I've never asked her why she's in the dispensary. I know she knows the business very well, and she's been around it all her life, you know, with coming to visit me. And she'd go to the appeal courthouses and sit in with my attorneys and stuff as she was going through college. So she's been involved in the cannabis industry fighting for my freedom since she was a young girl. But yeah, it it didn't have a a positive light shed on it at all through the 90s or in the 2000s. And it's very honorable that as a nation and as a people, we can take research and learn from it and then start formulating our own opinions and know-how of this flower because ultimately at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's just a flower. While Brandy said you can't draw a direct line between her dad's past and her career, it certainly shaped her politics on pot. She supports groups that help nonviolent pot prisoners, like Freedom Grow, which sends prisoners commissary money. If I can go to a store and buy it, I don't see why anybody should have to lose their freedom because of it. For now, the federal government's stance on marijuana remains unchanged. Weed is classified as a Schedule One narcotic, meaning the government believes it has high potential for abuse and no value as a medicinal product. It's in the same category as heroin and ecstasy. Drugs such as cocaine, meth, and Oxycontin are classified as Schedule II narcotics, still highly addictive, but potentially medically beneficial in the right circumstances. And as the federal government continues to sit out the marijuana discussion, the battle for legalization happens at the state level. Right as Randy got out of prison, the next month, actually, Florida voters had the chance to approve medical marijuana. They didn't. But advocates tried again in 2016 and won, thanks to the deep pockets of one Floridian, John Morgan. You know, the first go-round was more difficult because every time I debated someone, I debated a sheriff in a green suit with a gun. You know, I was kind of a one-man band out there, and I thought I would have more help than I didn't get any help. But so many people were coming up to me and thanking me. And now that it's all said and done, you know, I think it's some of the best money I ever spent. Morgan is a personal injury lawyer in Orlando, and his perspectives on pot were formed, at least partly, at home. My brother was paralyzed when he was 18 years old, and he's a C6, C7 quadriplegic. And he had really bad pain and really bad spasms. And, you know, at one point in time, they had him on seven Xanax a day, seven Xanax. I took a half a Xanax once, and it took him two days to wake me up. But he started smoking the marijuana, and the spasms would dissipate immediately, and the pain would go away immediately. The worst thing that's ever happened in my family's life was Tim's injury, and he's one of the people that I love the most in the world, and all of a sudden you're seeing it working in real life in your real family. And it's like, I don't need to see anything more than this. It works. Thanks in part to the millions Morgan spent on lobbying, advertisements, and signature gathering, 71% of Floridians voted to legalize medical marijuana in 2016. But Morgan wasn't done. After spending a few million more, smokable medical marijuana was recently approved. 
This is News 6 at 9. The big story this morning, smokable medical marijuana is now legal in the sunshine. At a press conference this last January, Florida Republican Congressman Matt Gates acknowledged the law is still evolving. During my time in the Florida legislature, I was the principal architect of our state's medical marijuana laws, and I am here to confess that those laws need to change. I believe that when I die someday, the first paragraph in my obituary will talk about the legalization of medical marijuana in Florida. More and more, advocates for legal weed, like Morgan, Randy, and Bobby Tuna, have another selling point on their side. It's becoming big business. When some of the businesses are going away with automation and AI and technology, this is not. This is a job creator. This is a tax creator. And this is better. Listen, what do five guys do when they drink? They start a fight. What do five guys do when they smoke dope? They start a band. It's just a totally different deal. You know, it's just a matter of time where this is no longer a state's rights issue. This is a massive across the country. And we need to start getting some federal support, at least for the medical states, as at least step one. Nikki Freed was elected Florida's Commissioner of Agriculture in 2018. She's the only Democrat to hold statewide office in Florida right now. And she's a former medical pot lobbyist. But I promise you that our generation's going to get it right. As her campaign rallies made clear, she's proud of her stance on medical marijuana. And it certainly contributed to her victory. And then we are going to be on the right side of history on this issue. National estimates vary, but some industry analysts predict that by 2030, sales of legal weed could be as much as $80 billion a year. You're going to continue to see a lot of pressure from businesses that want to be involved in this. As Republicans, you go more onto your conservative financial principles or your conservative social principles. Conservative financial principles says this should be an open market, but their social principles are guiding the way that they're handling the industry. Certainly, not everyone is thrilled with these legalization efforts. If we make it totally legal, big marketing is going to come in. And do you think if you really bring big marketing and big money into selling marijuana, that that's going to keep kids from using it? Dick Gregory is a prosecutor from that South Florida task force. I don't know that we need to be locking everybody up the way we were, but certainly put monetary fines on it to discourage it. And certainly we shouldn't be uh, promoting it and marketing it the way we did with cigarettes and, and alcohol. It just is not a good idea. And the walk back of harsher sentences for drug smugglers might not be the right call, said Tom Raffanello, the DEA agent with that task force. Minimum mandatories had a great effect if you met the criteria. RICO investigations had a great effect. He says drug dealers saw the impact of the feds being tough on crime. They went to prison for 20 or 30 years, and nobody wants to do that. They worked. Now, I still think judges should have the latitude, dependent on the seriousness of the crime. You know, I still think there's a place for minimum mandatories, dependent on what salient points you hit. But like it or not, everyone we spoke to seems to agree. There's a new perspective and that experiences like Randy's may be far less common in the future. We're going to look back at what were we doing? Look at all the lives that were ruined. Forget smuggling, just little things. You know, you don't get into med school, you don't get into law school, you don't get into the military academy, just lives ruined, and they'll never get them back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. These days, freedom for Randy looks a lot like sitting on a beach near Fort Lauderdale, staring at the limitless horizon. It's where he spends a lot of his mornings as the sun rises over the waves. I would imagine the sunrises mean more to you than they used to. Oh, the sunrises mean so much. I have, look, I have just in awe of it that I'm here and have the freedom to, to see this. And so many people don't take advantage of it. And I'm so blessed to, to when my job allows me to watch the sunrise come up. When Randy first got out of prison in 2014, he found a place to stay and a job with Preston Hen, the old racing buddy he drove with at Le Mans in 82. Randy worked at Hen's Swap Shop, a giant flea market, drive-in movie theater, and Fort Lauderdale tourist attraction. Yeah, we go way back, and so he gave me an opportunity when I came out and ended up being a manager at the swap shop. So that kind of worked out good. He gave you an opportunity because you had raced together. Yeah, we'd race and we're friends, and you know we both trust each other a lot. So he gave me an opportunity there, but he started me out at minimum wage selling tickets, and eventually I was a manager there. On his Voices of the Cannabis War radio show, Gene Fisher remembered coming to visit soon after Randy got out of prison. He had co-hosts on the broadcast, and you may hear them chime in. He gives me an address to see him in Pompano Beach. 
So I go up there, and it's right on the water. So I uh-huh. ring the front doorbell, and Randy comes, and he lets me in. The guy who owns the house was an old race car driver who knew Randy when he was before he went to prison, and he gave him a free cottage to use right on the water. Randy goes 20 feet, and he's in the Atlantic Ocean swimming. From doing those sentences like we had, all of a sudden the door is open and you're flabbergasted. You don't even know what to say or do. We were almost giddish when we were talking to each other there over lunch. <laughs> But there's one member of the company who remains behind bars, Ben Kramer. After Gene Fisher and Randy were released, Kramer filed his own suit over the Bell Gardens Bicycle Club. It hasn't been resolved yet. Kramer is still serving a life sentence. He was convicted for the pot ring he led with Randy, plus the helicopter escape attempt. And he pleaded no contest to manslaughter in the death of powerboat racing rival Don Aronow in 1987. Early in our reporting for this podcast prison officials denied our request to interview Kramer. But he sent us a brief letter. He wrote, quote, I decided some things need some light on them. Know this. I'm the last man standing for a reason. Whatever Randy has to say is horse He's a stool pigeon. In the letter, Kramer talked about Randy's sealed deal, which he is trying to open up through his lawsuit. Randy declined to talk much with us about Kramer, speaking only broadly about the release of the company's partners. We all got out within two years of each other. Except for Kramer. Yes, my other co-defendant's still in. Do you ever talk to him? Are you allowed to talk to him? We don't, we don't speak. I haven't spoken to him in quite a long time. Randy spends as much time as he can near the ocean. The beach he goes to most mornings now is a short walk from his latest job as a behavioral health technician at an outpatient substance abuse center. I teach meditation classes five days a week on the beach. Sunrise meditation for group sessions start. So therefore, I have time to take the clients, the patients, to the beach, talk to them. There's something about seeing the sunrise, because I've had lots of people tell me they experience something. And emotionally, I see it. It's just a wonderful time to have a meditation session. Randy taught himself mindfulness in prison and he says it remains his preferred mind-altering practice. He doesn't use medical marijuana. I thought about it, but I didn't put much consideration into it. I really don't have no ailments that I kind of use it for, but if symptoms came about that I think it would benefit me rather than pharmaceutical pills, I would go the avenue of the natural plant. Right down the street from that treatment center, there are doctor's offices that offer money-back guarantees that if you visit, you'll get a Florida medical marijuana card. This is CBS 4 News. A few months ago, a brand called Cureleaf even opened the area's first drive through medical marijuana dispensary. Yes, you're looking at South Florida's first dispensary with, like you said, a drive through Very similar to picking up your prescription at a local pharmacy. Randy supports the cause of medical marijuana, but mostly from the sidelines. He prefers to make a difference in his own small way at the recovery center. I want to pay it forward a little bit because I know I can help people change their lives. Through my struggles and what I've experienced in my life, I have 100% certainty that I can help people change their lives. He has also stayed in touch with his counselor from Coleman, Javier Mariz, a man he says helped him think differently about prisons, the physical ones and the ones in your own mind. Yeah, and he has tried to get back into the prison to speak, but it just seems 
Like, the bureaucracy of the prison sucks. Mariz said he's tried to help Randy set up speaking engagements inside prison, but he's been turned down every time. Sometimes they don't want inmates to come back who have recently released, which I think would serve as a real motivation. But the prison system is, you know, not a therapy-friendly or rehabilitation-friendly place. The prison focuses its energy on just keeping the inmates in. It's safe to say Randy brings what might be called an uncommon background to his work at the Substance Abuse Center. But it's a chance for him to share the hard truths he came to face in prison and to help others make better choices in their own lives. Changing the way you think, you change your life. So through meditation and yoga, I started changing the way I think. I started forgiving all the people in my life that I thought was against me and they really wasn't. I understand it now or how you choose to perceive things. It might also be a way to forget. There's something about Randy's case that the jury didn't hear. It's about the barge. According to an article by the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, during the trial, a witness told the judge in a closed-door session that the barge was scuttled after the company's final shipment. On board were 20,000 pounds of marijuana and, according to the witness, the bodies of two workers. As part of a plea deal, the witness said Randy told him the men died in an accident and that they had been overcome by gas built up in the secret compartments. But the judge ruled the jury couldn't hear a word of it. No one was ever charged. Well, the war on drugs started it, yep. I was, uh, we asked Randy about the barge. All the way up till uh, my last load, 86. And the last load was the one that you had to scuttle the barge? Is that right? Well, I, I don't know. I have to read the court documents on that. Uh, that's what they say. It's hard to know with Randy Lanier. In the hours we talked with him, he veered from emotional, even tearful, to guarded and careful. Still, he's blunt in his assessment of the damage he's caused in his own life and those of his loved ones. I don't blame no one but myself. I chose to make the decisions to do what I did and to sit here and blame anything on anybody else would be false. But if prison can tear a person down and solitary can take away even the concept of time, it's also clear he came out the other side a different man. And replacing the sensational highs of the past is a focus on simpler things. I'm going to show you something real quick. Mm -hmm. i got to find it. Like his family. So this was yesterday. Once, he paused our conversation to show off a video of his twin grandsons. Spider-Man and Batman, and we went outside. Rolling down a hillside and accidentally into some spiky burrs. He posted a picture of those aspiring superheroes on Facebook with the caption, The world is as you see it. Well, I don't feel badly about the position that I got myself in. I feel sorrow for some of the people that are serving lengthy sentences that do deserve a second chance. Because I can tell you, everybody changes. Everything changes. For real. Randy says there are still little things that trip him up about modern American life. I still get stuck. For 30 years, you get handed a commissary paper. You don't get to go down the aisle shopping. You turn it in, and your stuff comes to a, a bin, and you put it in a, a laundry bag, commissary bag, and you take it to your sale. So when I come out, one of my first stores I went to was Walmart to get some clothing. And 
the selection and the size, and I got stuck. I was just buying flip-flops, and I can still get stuck at a store looking at the selection. But on weekends here at Homestead Miami Speedway, all of that fades away. He leaves his Honda Accord in the parking lot and climbs back into a race car. For this session, when we pass cars, we want to make sure we're on the straightaway. And we want to keep the RPMs at about 5,500. Randy is back with the one thing that always just stuck with him. Start unwinding the wheel, now start squeezing the throttle. Maybe not everything changes. I'm looking at the schedule, and sometime this year, I'll hope to do one or two more races. I'm not done racing. It's impossible to know how good a driver Randy Lanier might have been. Randy Lanier, he will start this race in the second row. The next Andretti? Another Fittipaldi? I don't know. I'll tell you this. Randy Lanier was a hell of a good racing car driver, and he never won a race because he was a smuggler. He won a race because he was a good, good driver. Jim Busby saw Blue Thunder win plenty in the IMSA series and won plenty of races in his own right. I follow him. I mean, you know, most of his pictures on Facebook are sunsets and, you know, whatever he's got going on in his life that he's salvaged. No matter how good Randy was and no matter how rich he got, I wouldn't trade what he's gone through for any of it. If punishment was due, he got it. So let's go on. Randy wasn't around long enough to know if he could have stuck it out with the best or if he might have eventually beaten the best. But it's exactly that drive for greatness while risking destruction in everything he did. The adrenaline begins to rush quickly now. When legend and reality blur into one. Eight cars are over last year's record. One of them, Randy Lightning Lanier. And a wrong turn changes everything. A crash, a crash, Randy Lanier against the wall. That made Randy's life such a wild ride. I don't worry about crashing. I think if you worry about that, you may be hesitant on keeping your foot down on the throttle. And the truth, so extraordinary. It was an adventure with a lot of other adventures interwoven into the adventure. I'm Amy Driscoll. I'm Alex Harris. This podcast is produced by Kara Tabor and Davin Coburn at McClatchy Studios and the Herald's Emily Michaud and Matthias Ochner. This podcast was recorded inside the WLRN studios at the Miami Herald. And thanks to WLRN's Christine DiMattei, who provided audio engineering assistance. For lots more on this story, including a video of Bobby Tuna inside a pot dispensary, go to MiamiHerald.com slash smoked. Aminda Marquez is president, publisher, and executive editor of the Miami Herald Media Company. Rick Hirsch is managing editor of the Miami Herald. And John Forsyth is McClatchy's senior director of video and audio. And thanks to Jose Iglesias and David Neal at the Miami Herald. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. To continue supporting this kind of work, consider a digital subscription to the Miami Herald. Visit miamiherald.com slash subscribe for more information. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.